you suffer from numbness, tingling, burning, or pain in your feet and legs? It could be caused by something as simple and common as a B1 deficiency. This is Dr. Ronald Hoppen with a solution for low B1, Zobria by Realm Labs. Zobria is a safe, effective, and clinically proven nutritional supplement containing a high-potency bioactive form of vitamin B1, which has been shown to reverse symptoms caused by low B1 with no side effects. Low B1 causes your nerve cells to stop functioning properly, resulting in numbness, tingling, burning, and pain in the feet and legs. It may also contribute to forgetfulness, loss of mental focus, fatigue, and loss of appetite. Restoring proper B1 levels has been shown to improve the functioning of these nerve cells. You can get Zobria risk-free by going to Z-O-B-R-I-A.com. That's Zobria.com and get 20% off with coupon code Hoffman at checkout. This offer is only available to Intelligent Medicine listeners. That's Zobria.com. Vitamin B1 perfected. Welcome to Intelligent Medicine, America's foremost program on health, medicine, and nutrition, featuring the latest on both conventional and alternative therapies. Now, here's Dr. Ronald Hoffman. Welcome to Intelligent Medicine. I'm your host, Dr. Ronald Hoffman. What a week it's been. Wow, lots of stuff happening on the COVID front and, of course, on the uh, international front. And... uh, well, we got lots to talk about on today's program. We're going to talk about uh, breakthrough infections. We're going to talk about the booster that some people feel may be inevitable coming to a pharmacy or a doctor's office near you. And uh, we're also going to talk about pain and some natural treatments for pain. Lots of stories on today's Intelligent Medicine. Does dairy increase the risk of breast cancer? Is it true that an apple a day keeps the doctor away? Protecting vegans from osteoporosis and more evidence that the gut-brain connection is very real. 877-726-8255 gets you immediately into the doctor's office. We especially want to hear from people who've had breakthrough infections because that's the theme this week. Uh, this week, uh, one of my patients, uh, an individual who's relatively healthy, uh, in his sixties, vaccinated, came down with COVID. So I was on the phone with him, talking him through it. Uh, he's had a fever for several days. I finally told him to get uh, a chest x-ray. Turns out he has COVID pneumonia, uh, checking his, uh, oxygen levels. They were declining, uh, seen at a hospital, given a shot of steroids, and sent on his merry way, along with the many supplements that I prescribed for him. And it's a relatively serious infection, not a life-threatening infection, but hey, he got vaccinated. And that's what's something that we're seeing. Uh, We're seeing breakthrough infections, a new study out of the UK, uh, based on more than 3 million nose and throat swabs taken across Britain. Uh, Oxford University found that just 90 days after a second shot of the Pfizer or the AstraZeneca vaccine. We don't have the AstraZeneca over here, but uh, they had it there. Uh, No comments on the Moderna. I'm not sure that that's uh, very prevalent over in the UK. But uh, the efficacy of those vaccines in preventing infections had slipped to 75% for the Pfizer and 61% for AstraZeneca. And um, that was down from just a few weeks ago 
uh, it was thought that the Pfizer conferred 85% protection and the decline in efficacy was more pronounced among those aged 35 years and older than those below that age. And so we've got kind of a perfect storm because uh, the vaccine efficacy is waning. Uh, we have some unvaccinated folks still out there, but uh, it turns out that the vaccinated people, uh, they can transmit COVID too. Uh, the study showed that those who do get infected despite being fully vaccinated tend to have a viral load similar to the unvaccinated with an infection. So this notion that uh, simply by vaccinating everyone, we can, quote, crush COVID uh, turns out to be a false promise. Uh, no question, though, vaccines uh, seem to prevent severe disease. Uh, maybe they help to prevent transmission to some extent. Uh, but they're not a perfect bulwark against uh, COVID. And um, so now they're talking boosters. Uh, the Biden administration plans to make COVID booster shots available next month uh, for everyone. You know, first they announced it was just for the immunosuppressed folks, maybe people getting cancer chemotherapy, people with organ transplants, people with advanced HIV and various conditions that render them immune deficient. So they, the, their initial shots didn't really uh, take. And now uh, they're saying that virtually everyone's going to need a booster because the protection afforded by two shots of Moderna or Pfizer, one shot of J&J, &J, uh, is going to wane after a few months. Uh, it's not sure how this is going to roll out, you know, when people should get their boosters. I saw a couple of patients in my office uh, who have uh, access to doctors uh, who are making the booster available just to virtually anyone who wants it, even perhaps a couple of months after taking the first two shots or the first one shot. So um, there is quite a lot of controversy about this. Um, the Biden administration's plan uh, is getting pushback. Uh, some scientists say the announcement is rash and based on weak evidence. And what's more, it could undercut confidence in vaccines, right? Because it's kind of a, the messaging is kind of contradictory. Because on the one hand, they're saying vaccines are your best protection against COVID. And then they're saying the vaccines you took may not be that effective after all. So you need a booster shot. And some scientists are saying that this has been poorly studied we don't even know how much protection a booster shot is going to afford. Theoretically, it should. Uh, we also don't know whether a booster shot could increase the potential for side effects from the vaccine. It hasn't been studied very much. Uh, Pfizer and Moderna, of course, they got some skin in the game. They have said that they think boosters for COVID will be necessary. So, um, yeah, uh, if you had the foresight to invest in Moderna, uh, just a year ago, you would see a five-fold return on your on your investment. Pfizer also up big time. But um, something strange is happening. Uh, this week, uh, shares of Moderna fell 5.8%. Uh, shares of BioNTech, uh, that's the company that makes the Pfizer vaccine for Pfizer, uh, was down nearly 9%. So when the heck is going on? I mean, if they're suggesting boosters, uh, why would the stocks go down? Well, analysts say 
that um, the booster thing uh, may not fly, uh, that the, there's going to be pushback. And even though the Biden administration has said uh, that they want to do the booster, uh, the headline here is, we sent a terrible message. Scientists say Biden jumped the gun with vaccine booster plan. Uh, this is um, a story that's making the rounds in the news. And so confusion reigns about whether the boosters will be rolled out. So w- what's going to happen here? Are we, you know, we're having all kinds of mandates for vaccines, the vaccines which seem a little less efficacious than we once thought. Uh, we're kind of resigning ourselves to the fact that we won't crush COVID even with widespread vaccines. Plus, there's going to be a lot of people who are going to be vaccine resistant anyway. Uh, it's causing a lot of controversy, a lot of polarization. Uh, what's going to happen to Delta, the dreaded Delta variant? Well, there's some people who speculate that the Delta variant could burn out. That seems to be the case because uh, looking at India, a country hard hit by the Delta variant, perhaps where it originated from, uh, cases peaked at more than 400,000 a day in May, but by August 2nd, that had dropped to just about 30,000 daily. Similar things are happening in the UK. Uh, As of August 3rd, cases have dropped to just 7,500. By the way, these are cases, not necessarily serious cases, just, you know, testing positive compared to more than 47,000 on July 19th. And we may be just delayed. We're getting hit hard by the Delta variant, particularly because a lot of people thought, okay, I'm vaccinated. I can party hardy. I can do whatever I want. Uh, I'm fully protected. And they let their guard down and uh, participated in you know, indoor events and got together with lots of folks uh, without precautions. And a lot of the cases are among 30-somethings and 20-somethings who felt that they were invincible because they were vaccinated. Some of the projections are that um, cases may peak in mid-August and then decline. Uh, there's a possibility it may take longer, September, mid-October, uh, It's also unclear whether new variants will fuel a resurgence of COVID. So we're in a period of great uncertainty right now, uh, even about the vaccine, whether we need boosters, whether the vaccines are going to prevail against COVID, Uh, even though the messaging is take the vaccine because it'll prevent disease. Well, that messaging is a little obsolete at this point. 877-726-8255 is our number. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and this is Intelligent Medicine. As an Intelligent Medicine listener, you know how important it is to ensure that your supplements are genuine, safe, and effective. But vetting your sources and tracking down the exact products you need can be a hassle. That's why I'm inviting you to browse my online supplement dispensary at drhoffmanstore.com. We stock only the highest quality supplements, some of which are very hard to find elsewhere. The very same supplements 
I prescribe to my patients and take myself. My specially curated professional-grade supplements are fulfilled via the Fullscript network. Fullscript is the safest and most convenient way to purchase my medical-grade supplements. Buying through Fullscript offers fast shipping, optional refill reminders, a mobile-friendly site, it's safe, secure, and HIPAA-compliant, and offers world-class support. Just go to drhoffmanstore.com to sign up for your free Fullscript account. You'll also receive free shipping on all of your store orders. That's drhoffmanstore.com. drhoffmanstore.com. This is Dr. Ronald Hoffman. As you know, I'm a big proponent of CBD to tonify the endocannabinoid system. I've found that it helps people relax and can support restful sleep, a real breakthrough in herbal products. The CBD brand I take personally and recommend to my patients is Plus CBD from CV Sciences. And now I'm excited about a new natural wellness line from Plus CBD, CBD Calm and CBD Sleep. CBD Calm helps ease tension, soothe irritability, and contributes to a greater sense of contentment through a blend of Plus CBD's award-winning full-spectrum CBD, plus L-theanine, and 5-HTP. CBD Sleep aids occasional sleeplessness with CBD Plus melatonin as well as soothing magnolia bark extract and relaxing lemon balm so you can get the rest you need and wake up alert and focused. Both products are backed by science with clinically researched active ingredients. To learn more and to order, visit pluscbdoil.com Hoffman and use coupon code Hoffman30 for 30% off. That's pluscbdoil.com slash Hoffman. Welcome back to Intelligent Medicine. Dr. Ronald Hoffman here, 877-726-8255. We're going to start taking calls momentarily, but uh, a tip of the hat to uh, our producer, Al Peterson, who uh, called my attention to this story. This just in uh, the Mississippi Poison Control Center has received an increasing number of calls from individuals with potential ivermectin exposure taken to treat or prevent COVID-19 infection. And where'd they get the ivermectin? Well, Mississippi is a rural state and there's lots of livestock there, dairy farms and cattle farms and pig farms and chicken farms. And ivermectin is used in veterinary medicine for parasite infections in animals. So they say at least 70% of the recent calls have been related to ingestion of livestock or animal formulations of ivermectin purchased at livestock supply centers. And nobody's succumbed to this yet, but 85% of the callers had mild symptoms. One individual was instructed to seek further evaluation due to the high amount of ivermectin reportedly ingested. The problem is, you know, ivermectin may have some value. There are some studies suggesting that it could work. Some studies suggest that it doesn't do much. It still remains controversial in human use for COVID. I think it might have some value, but um, a lot of animals are bigger than people and the doses administered to say a steer are probably an order of magnitude higher than that which is correct for a human. Animal drugs are highly concentrated for large animals and can be highly toxic in humans, this warning says. Some of the symptoms associated with ivermectin toxicity include rash, nausea, vomiting, abdominal pain, neurologic disorders, and even potentially severe liver damage requiring hospitalization. So, um, (laughs) wow. You know, that kind of reminds me of the people uh, drinking hydroxychloroquine uh, from uh, their fish tanks. You know, it's used to uh, prevent... Uh, various 
uh, fish diseases when uh, hydroxychloroquine was all the rage. 877-726-8255, our number. And we have a, a recorded question from an individual who called that number this week. Yes, hi. This is Carol from Long Island. I have a question about the COVID booster. They're recommending it after eight months after the uh, final, the second dose of uh, Moderna or Pfizer. I was wondering, is there a problem that there might be too much vaccine in your system? I'd like you to comment on that. Thanks a lot. Okay. You know, and that's, that's a good question. Uh, and the answer is we simply don't know uh, because there haven't been any really long-term trials of giving people three vaccines. Uh, there's been some preliminary trials, and it seems to be okay, uh, but they're limited in size and they're limited in duration. So if we mandate uh, booster shots for everyone, or if we make them available, and I think uh, a lot of people are going to say, yeah, I want that because you know, I want to be fully protected, uh, we're not sure whether, A, they're going to provide the expected protection, uh, or B, uh, whether they could have some short-term or long-term harmful effects. So while uh, this is um, a large experiment in progress, and yeah, COVID's a big problem, and we're realizing that some people can uh, can get pretty sick even after having the first two shots, and therefore I think a lot of people are going to want to take boosters. There may be uh, a push to uh, administer the boosters, promote the use of the boosters, but there are many medical professionals and scientists who are concerned about uh, the potential problems associated with boosters. 877-726-8255, our number, by the way, that number available 24-7 to you, so if you can't call during the program, you can record a question as to this individual. Uh, so, big question, uh, does dairy increase the risk of breast cancer? Well, you know, when I was a macrobiotic vegan 40 years ago, it was taken as a given, because how could the unnatural consumption by adults... Uh, not babies, of the secretions of the mammary glands of a large-bodied mammal not cause cancer. There are hormones in milk, the natural hormones that uh, make uh, cows uh, grow. And modern agricultural practices uh, include uh, using various growth hormones like recombinant bovine growth hormone and also anabolic hormones like uh, trenbolone acetate and other things. And whole dairy products are rich in saturated fat, which some implicate, in my opinion, erroneously with cancer promotion. And they also have a high content of branched-chain amino acids, which is good for muscle support, but it also boosts insulin-like growth factor, which is thought to fuel the growth of cancer cells. So what's the deal? Is dairy something bad if you're at risk for breast cancer, if you're recovering from breast cancer? We'll address that question when we return. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman. This is Intelligent Medicine. Our bodies depend on a potent powerhouse of beneficial bacteria that support and improve every aspect of our health. Dr. O'Hara's formula encourages probiotics to function at their peak performance. Encapsulated in a vegetarian soft gel, Dr. O'Hara's probiotics is a live paste of 12 strains of probiotic bacteria and nourishing prebiotics from whole fruits and vegetables. Transformative postbiotic compounds created during Dr. O'Hara's probiotics' exclusive three-year fermentation process are present in every capsule. These restorative postbiotics nurture diverse gut bacteria, leading to better digestion, improved immunity, and exceptional health. 
Join the millions of people worldwide who know the power of Dr. O'Hara's probiotics. Discover the Dr. O'Hara difference for yourself. Dr. O'Hara's probiotics are available at natural health retailers nationwide and online. Go to www.essentialformulas.com for a retailer near you. That's essentialformulas.com. Welcome back to Intelligent Medicine. Dr. Ronald Hoffman here, 877-726-8255, our number. And in a moment, we'll return to the important question, does consumption of dairy, milk, cheese, yogurt, and so on, does it increase the risk of breast cancer? There's an intriguing new study on that subject. We'll address that momentarily. But first, we get a caller, Stephen in Brooklyn, New York. Welcome. Hello, Dr. Hoffman. Thank you for the fine work you and Leela do. I'm 77, and my DHE, my testosterone level was 298, down from around 400. Would increasing DHEA serve to increase testosterone? And if not, do you think the pellets or cream is better than other methods? Okay, so you know, let's talk uh, DHEA. Uh, DHEA stands for dehydroepiandrosterone. And it's a supplement that's available over the counter. Uh, and I think it's a very, very promising uh, anti-aging supplement. Uh, for example, a, a study that followed older men for 12 years found that an increase of uh, DHEA circulating in the blood was associated with a reduced risk of death from any cause by 36%. Now, correlation isn't necessarily causation. That doesn't uh, say that you can reduce your risk of death by taking DHEA by 36%, but it's a study that shows that men who have low levels of DHEA, and perhaps women, are at risk. So uh, what uh, DHEA does is it's a precursor to testosterone uh, and estrogen, but it also has effects uh, on its own. And your question is, uh, if I were to take DHEA, would it uh, increase my testosterone? And the answer is, it depends. Uh, mostly, I find that in men, uh, DHEA does not increase testosterone very much. In order to increase testosterone, you got to take testosterone. Uh, however, uh, in women, uh, that little bit that the DHEA converts to testosterone can have a bigger impact. It can have a good effect on uh, bone uh, some studies have shown that uh, it prevents osteoporosis. Uh, it can have a good effect on libido, uh, but women have to be cautious because the amounts that uh, men take can sometimes give them uh, acne uh, or cause them to have uh, male pattern hair recession, uh, which is you know ruinous for a lot of women. So they got to be careful. We give them lower doses. We give men anywhere from 25 to 50 uh, in certain conditions or very, people are very debilitated. We might give more. Uh, it's helpful for autoimmune diseases. Uh, there's been some studies that show uh, that giving women DHEA uh, can have a really beneficial effect on lupus. Uh, DHEA has been shown to reduce cognitive decline in dementia, cardiovascular disease, osteoporosis and bone fractures, depression, sexual dysfunction. Yeah, it can make, uh, especially women, sexier. A little less of an effect in men. Uh, in men, the pathway of uh, DHEA goes more to uh, estrogen. So that some men who take too much DHEA complain of uh, breast tenderness uh, because they're getting higher levels of uh, estrogen. So you have to be a little careful in men uh, with the high doses. So uh, when it comes to testosterone, uh, I like the cream. 
that's a topical. I don't like the pellets because it's kind of irreversible. You put the pellet in and, you know, uh, it's going to stay there for a long time. Uh, to me, the pellet thing is a way a doctor can charge for uh, giving you a medication that ordinarily a pharmacy would provide. So um, there you have it. I, you know, testosterone also, I think, a very, very useful therapy for restoring vitality to uh, men. Uh, good in men who are obese with uh, diabetes and insulin resistance. Uh, good in men and women who have frailty. Uh, these are things that can make a difference, the androgens. Um, all right, uh, coming back to the issue of can dairy increase the risk of breast cancer? Uh, all right, um, dairy products uh, have some things in them which might increase the risk of cancer uh, that I mentioned before, but they're also rich in conjugated linolenic acid, which may have anti-cancer effects. And dairy is also a main dietary source of vitamin D, which is cancer preventive. And of course, um, fermented dairy, particularly cheese, has vitamin K2, uh, which you know may have some impact on cancer. So uh, to get an idea of how vociferous this argument has been, uh, something called the PCRM, the Physicians Committee for Responsible Medicine, which is Nothing more than a radical vegan front group. It's, yeah, doctors and health professionals, but they're all committed ideological vegans. Uh, they were convinced, so convinced of dairy's cancer-promoting effects that they actually sued the FDA in 2017 to compel them to put a warning label on cheese products. You know, that this cheese can give you cancer. You know, never that never took off, obviously. Years before, you may remember that they mocked Rudy Giuliani, who was just then coming off a prostate cancer diagnosis, with a billboard. I think they erected a billboard in Pennsylvania depicting the former New York City mayor with a milk mustache, maliciously captioned, got cancer. That was nasty. So, all right, new study. It's a meta-analysis, a compilation of 21 large studies comprising over 1 million women followed for over 8 to 20 years. And it shed light, sheds light on the question, does dairy increase the risk of breast cancer? Here are the results. Overall, there was no clear association observed between the consumption of specific dairy foods. They broke it down, the different types of dairy foods, and the risk of breast cancer. In fact, there was a slight trend toward protection from breast cancer, but it didn't reach statistical significance. It was just a trend, and they couldn't say for sure. Yogurt and ricotta, ricotta uh, cottage cheese seemed to shield women somewhat from triple negative breast cancer, which is the type with the worst prognosis. Now, you may say, okay, well, that's breast cancer. What about prostate cancer? You know, they, they said Rudy Giuliani's brought his cancer on by having too much cheese. As to prostate cancer, there was also a big review in 2019, which also revealed no clear association with dairy consumption and prostate cancer. So, and by the way, lest you be skeptical, these studies were not whitewashed, that's I guess it's a pun, by having been underwritten by the American Dairy Association. So um, that's the final word on that. Look, results may vary. Um, maybe there are certain subgroups who are susceptible to the effects of dairy, but overall, no big effect. 
877-726-8255, our number. And um, you've heard me talk about ProPax with NT Factor for years, one of my favorite products. It's rare for a premium product like ProPax to go on sale, but for a limited time, you can get 10% off when you use code EASY10 at ntfactor.com. And if you're already using ProPax, well, now's the time to stock up. And if you haven't tried it yet, now's the time to start. It's uh, your one-stop shop for your nutritional needs. comes in a packet. ProPax takes the guesswork out of your basic supplement needs by providing all the essential vitamins, minerals, antioxidants, amino, and fatty acids, and other nutrients your body needs in one simple packet. Plus, ProPax contains NT Factor, and that's the only nutritional formula clinically proven to repair the mitochondria, your energy producers within the cells. Helps your body's natural energy production and supports your immunity. So save 10%. For a limited time, when you order ProPax with NT Factor, just go to ntfactor.com. That's ntfactor.com. All right, so there's some unusual reports of people who fed their babies a homemade formula based on a fad diet, uh, leading to admission to the emergency room with severe bone disorders. Three infants in three separate states were admitted to the ER with uh, very severe bone disorders thought to be the result of homemade formula from a fad diet. Uh, the, the fad diet is what is termed the alkaline diet. And it's been popularized by celebrities such as Jennifer Aniston, who, by the way, is terrific in the morning show. And I really like Friends. But that doesn't mean she's a an authority on optimal nutrition for babies. Uh, Victoria Beckham, you know, bend it like Beckham. She's the model that soccer player Beckham married. And Kate Hudson. The alkaline diet purports to change the pH content of the body with more alkaline-rich foods, such as fruits and vegetables. And it uh, reduces protein intake so that the body pH is more alkaline, less acidic. Okay, maybe that works for some adults, but... It ain't great for kids. So in lieu of breast milk and commercial infant formula, uh, the followers of the alkaline diet are urged to make a homemade infant formula containing sea moss, hemp seeds, coconut water, and dates. However, this alkaline diet formula lacks calcium, vitamin D, and iodine, which can lead to vitamin D deficiency, uh, and very low calcium and hypothyroidism, uh, resulting in harm and possibly even death in infants. So they, three male infants, ranging in age from four to nine months, who were fed these homemade formulas, uh, they were diagnosed with rickets. That's a disease that's virtually disappeared after vitamin D supplementation. So it's a, it's a disease of the 19th century. Um, in urban kids who didn't get any sunlight and had poor diets. Uh, all three were had severe laboratory abnormalities. Uh, they required calcium supplementation, uh, even intravenous calcium. So uh, very, very serious problems uh, with uh, even affecting the heart, uh, low oxygen, oxygen saturation of 80%, just disastrous. And um, also failure to thrive 
so <laughs> there's a warning about feeding a vegan uh, low acid alkaline uh, formula uh, as the sole source of nutrition to babies. It's not a good way to go. 877-726-8255, our number. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and this is Intelligent Medicine. Did you know that olive oil is at its peak of flavor and nutrition right after it's fresh pressed at harvest time? That's why my favorite olive oil is delivered to me direct from the latest harvest, thanks to the Fresh Pressed Olive Oil Club. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and as a listener of Intelligent Medicine, you can try a bottle of their finest artisanal olive oil, normally $39, for just $1 with no obligation to buy anything else. I've been enjoying these harvest fresh olive oils for years. They are far and away the brightest, most lively, and flavorful olive oils I've ever tasted. Their antioxidants and polyphenols are off the charts because they're fresh from the harvest. They make store-bought olive oils taste dull and flat by comparison. Taste for yourself. Check out this generous trial offer and get your $39 bottle for a buck with no obligation to buy anything else. Visit MyFavoriteOliveOil.com. In my case, it truly is. MyFavoriteOliveOil.com. MyFavoriteOliveOil.com. There's never been a more important time to ensure your immune system is operating at its peak. This is Dr. Ronald Hoffman with a new natural solution from Future Farm Botanicals created exclusively to help promote a better immune response. Elderberry with Zinc and Echinacea. Future Farm's Elderberry with Zinc and Echinacea is the first to combine these three powerful ingredients together. Elderberry is packed with antioxidants, vitamins, and may boost your immune system. Echinacea has been shown to activate chemicals in the body that decrease inflammation, and zinc activates T lymphocytes. Low zinc has been associated with increased susceptibility. For more information and order, call 888-841-7216. That's 888-841-7216. Or go to myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. That's future P-H-A-R-M. Myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. Elderberry with zinc and echinacea is all natural science-based and works without adverse side effects. Myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. Myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. Welcome back to Intelligent Medicine. Dr. Ronald Hoffman with you. 877-726-8255, our number. If you want to join in on the, on the fun and with a comment or a question, got uh, lots of time this hour and next. So um, I have always been concerned about the effects of statins on people with certain brain disorders, uh, people who have um, Alzheimer's, and cognitive deficits and individuals who have other neurodegenerative diseases like Parkinson's disease. I've often urged those patients to try going off their statins. And yes, they may have high cholesterol. They may even have pre-existing heart disease. But what is a clear and present danger to them and has a major impact on their quality of life and potentially their longevity is their brain, their brains aren't working. And one of the things we know about statins is statins deplete coenzyme Q10 and they do other things. And so it is that I was vindicated when I saw this article that just came out. Effective statins on dopamine loss and prognosis in Parkinson's disease. Okay, what they're saying here is that uh, 500 patients with Parkinson's disease 
uh, underwent special imaging studies that looked at the levels of dopamine in their brains. Dopamine, of course, is the key neurotransmitter that's depleted in Parkinson's disease. Many of the drugs that target Parkinson's disease attempt to raise dopamine within the brain. So they compared two groups, the group with statins and the group without statins. And what they found is that patients with Parkinson's disease treated with statins had lower dopamine transporter availability in key parts of their brain than in matched patients with Parkinson's disease without the statins. So what they're saying here is that um, uh, treatment with statins may not be advisable for individuals with Parkinson's disease. It may have a dopamine depleting effect. Uh, they also say that uh, the rate of dementia was significantly higher in patients with Parkinson's disease who took a statin. Dementia sometimes accompanies Parkinson's disease because what affects movements affects sometimes uh, thought and cognition and memory. And so uh, this study suggests, they say, I'm quoting, that statin use may have a detrimental effect on nigostriatal dopamine degeneration. That's the part of the brain that uh, is associated with movement in Parkinson's disease and may have a detrimental effect on long-term outcomes in patients with Parkinson's disease. A fascinating study that's just out and suggests caution in applying statins to patients with Parkinson's. So frequently done. All right, this item. And, you know, let me know if you think this doctor is behaving ethically. Alabama doc puts his foot down on the unvaccinated. Dr. Jason Valentine, uh, a family medicine physician in Mobile, Alabama, announced in a Facebook post that he would no longer see patients who are not vaccinated against COVID. Uh, so uh, his aim is to encourage people to be vaccinated. But I got to say, um, this is just downright unethical. Whatever you think about vaccination, or whether you're pro-vaccine or anti-vaccine, uh, in my uh, medical career, uh, I have treated patients with all manner of problems uh, that I would like to change. Smokers, alcoholics. Uh, I, in my medical training, I routinely treated criminals. They were sometimes handcuffed to the bed, uh, you know, recovering from gunshot wounds. Uh, I administered treatment to uh, people who were probably bad people. And without moral judgment, because doctors take an oath that they will treat everybody, you know, I mean, I mean, there are limits. I mean, if a patient assaults you and, you know, beats you up or something, okay, <laughs> you say, okay, enough already. I can't do that. But it, this, he's being hailed as a hero by some, but, um, you know, weigh in on this subject because I think uh, this is highly, highly unethical. Uh, at the same time, they're saying that uh, doctors who spread misinformation about COVID, whatever misinformation is, it's in the eye of the beholder, they should have their licenses revoked. So on the one hand, the doctors who spread, quote, misinformation about COVID, they should have their licenses revoked. But this guy 
can refuse to see unvaccinated patients and is proud of it. He, he's, he's becoming a, a celebrity around this for his, quote, courageous stance. Uh, he hopes to reach those unwilling to get the COVID vaccine by turning them away. That, I think, is highly counterproductive. As of he had posted a sign saying, uh, effective October 1st, 2021, Dr. Valentine will no longer see patients that are not vaccinated against COVID-19. Uh, and I say, uh, you know, if anyone should be brought up on charges of professional misconduct, uh, he should be because he's violating the very basic tenets of medicine and the Hippocratic Oath. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman. Coming up uh, next hour, we're going to take a look at uh, natural solutions for pain. Uh, also, FDA expands their supplement attack, and they're now targeting hemp oil, CBD products. 877-726-8255, our number, and this is Intelligent Medicine. Intelligent Medicine.